Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What would you do if you found out that your fiance used to be friends with benefits with your old high school bully? On top of that, you realize that they're now working together again and they might still be interested in each other. Well, unfortunately, that is exactly what is happening to this poor man. Here we go. My fiance is spending time with her major clients who used to bully me in high school and I just found out they have a sexual history. This is a little bit on the long side, but I think it will help to have the backstory to understand the situation today. All names have been changed. I am a 26 year old man and my wife, Becca, her best friend, Daria and I all went to high school together but I ran in a very different social circle. They played sports and were decently well-known and popular. I was really into art and computers, chubby with an awkward haircut. We all went to a really large high school, so it was more that I knew of them rather than actually knowing them. Becca and Daria have been best friends since they were really young. They both moved into the same neighborhood in preschool and their parents are very close. In high school, there was a guy, Chris, who would regularly bully me. There was a name that Chris and his friend called me based on a thing that happened in my sophomore year. It was essentially a trap that Chris and friends had set up so that I would be embarrassed and they could pretend I had done it to myself. I feel like I'm already doing a bad job at hiding my identity, so let's just say that the name was Stinky. I hated it. They called me this all the time and made me the butt of many of their jokes. Now, Chris was very popular and was friends with Becca and Dara in high school. Chris was good looking, wealthy, and he knew it. He walked around like he was untouchable. Insert all of the wealthy, athletic, good looking stereotypes that you want here. They pretty much all rang true for him. I hated him and I hated any time that I had to be around him. I know that a lot of people face some really violent bullying, so I don't want to make it out like I was physically tortured, but I did feel like I was relentlessly harassed. I was very thankful and excited to get out of my hometown and away from those people when I went to college. I don't know if it was growing up and growing into myself, the ability to reset my identity, or just getting away from bullies, but I really found myself in college. I'm still a bit nerdy and artistic, but I grew into my body. I started making friends and realized that I had something to offer the world. I rapidly became a lot more confident and comfortable socially. Becca and I ended up going to the same college a few hours away, but she didn't have a car. I offered her a ride for Thanksgiving break once, and it became a habit of riding together for breaks and chatting about life and school. We started to become friends and our friend group started to combine. In sophomore year, our talks became deeper and more personal. I realized I was into her on the way home for Christmas and I asked her on a date over the break. We've now been together for almost seven years and engaged for the last year. We have a strong relationship, communicate well, go on regular dates and trips, and have supported each other through numerous ups and downs. We've had our fights over the years and even did some counseling together for about a year. I was bringing my parents' passive-aggressive style of fighting into our relationship, and she was assuming I was criticizing her all the time because of her mum's trashy behavior. We found those times to be challenging, but helpful in the long run. I love this woman and I'm excited to get married and spend our lives together. Now, Becca and Daria reconnected after college and now own a business together that plans events and helps connect people and businesses to local food, drinks, and experiences. Their business really took off in the year before COVID and they've been slowly but steadily growing back as things have been opening up. 
They've started to enter into a number of exclusive contracts with event spaces and restaurants and breweries. In a market where things can turn quickly, these deals are super important to them as they provide a lot of security for their company. Becca came home about two months ago, really excited about a new brewery exploring an exclusive deal. About a week later, the brewery signed and there was a dinner to celebrate. Becca asked if I wanted to come and meet the team from the brewery. She told me that I might have met the owner before, but I guess I didn't think to ask who it was because I didn't know who it was going into the dinner. If you're still with me, you can probably guess who the brewery owner is. I was sitting at the table with Becca waiting for the rest of the group to arrive when Chris came through the door walked up to the table, greeted Becca, and then turned to me and said, Hi, Stinky. I was immediately confused and angry. She knew that I knew Chris, and she knew that he'd harassed me throughout high school. She didn't mention at any point prior that he was the owner of the brewery and that she was working closely with him. I got through dinner, but on the way home, when I asked why she didn't tell me, she blew it off as though it was water under the bridge. That I'd changed, and I should understand that Chris had changed too. I was still upset, but I tried to let bygones be bygones. Over the next couple of weeks, it was clear that Daria and Chris were becoming romantically involved with each other. Becca and I usually spend two or three nights a week with Daria, whether going out or simply watching TV at our house or hers. We often joke that we're a thruple, but to be clear, that is not the case, and what we have is strictly platonic. Over the last month or so, Chris started showing up to nights out, and even came over one night to Daria's house when we were hanging out and watching TV. Now, I've tried to be open to a new Chris, but he seems like he's the same overly macho, trying too hard to be alpha jerk he was all those years ago. I tried to bring up to Becca that the casual relationship between Daria and Chris is probably not good for their business. And while Becca agreed, she felt like she couldn't tell her friend to not date or sleep with someone. Last week, Becca invited me along to an industry event. I get there to unfortunately find Chris is there as well. And I try to be friendly and nice. We get a table for the four of us and have some drinks and food. At one point, the girls leave to network with a couple of potential clients. Out of nowhere, Chris starts talking about how this event might be a good place for him and Daria to find a woman to have a threesome with. Caught completely off guard, I ask him what he's talking about. And he says that him and Daria want to have another threesome and that I should know all about that. I was super confused and I asked what he was talking about and he proceeds to tell me that him, Daria and Becca had a couple of threesomes in high school and that he figured that I was having threesomes with the two girls as well. I felt blindsided and I didn't know what to say. When we got home, Becca already knew I was upset about something and asked me what was wrong. I told her about what Chris had said and she tried to deny it at first, but then told me that it was partially true. What Becca told me was that Daria and Chris were FWBs for a bit at the end of senior year, right before college. Chris and Daria spent a few weeks talking with her about having a threesome with them, but she was on the fence. At a party when everyone was tipsy, it was brought up again, and she went to a bedroom with them. They all stripped down and did a lot of kissing and touching, but Becca backed out of having sex and instead watched them. On Thanksgiving break of freshman year, the three talked about going all the way with her but ended up not being able to find a free time for all of them. Daria then got a boyfriend and it was never brought up again. Now, all of this obviously was news to me. In addition to not really coming into myself until college, I was a late bloomer in terms of relationships. Becca was my first everything. Now I knew and I wasn't upset that she'd had sex before us, but we'd never really gone into the when or who of that. Becca keeps saying that I never asked and she never lied about all this, but especially with doing business with Chris, it feels like lying by omission to me. I'm struggling with all of this. Chris did his best to make my life awful in high school and he's now back. 
Almost every time I spent time with him, he seems to be belittling me, making fun of me. He even told Becca in front of me that she could do better than me and was dating down. She later told me it was just a joke and to stop being so sensitive. It seems like this threesome sex thing is just one more thing he can hold over me. He's a snake and he always seems to say the worst stuff to me when Becca and Daria are just out of earshots. We've been arguing about the situation for about a week now. I asked Becca to cut all contact with him last night, but she told me I was being unreasonable. He's with her best friend and they all do business together. I asked if it was that Daria and her need his brewery's contracts. She keeps asking why I can't move on and accept that Chris is a different person. All right, and that is the end of that post. But good news, three months later, OP gave us all an update on the situation. They say, in my first post, I wrote that I wasn't looking to break up with my fiance. Rather, I was looking how to fix things. But almost all the comments were about how I needed to break up with this girl and call her out on her manipulative BS, etc. I was really annoyed with the majority of advice I got and I figured that Reddit didn't know what they were talking about. I guess those would be my famous last words. In the week after I made my initial post, Becca and I seemed to have a daily fight about her and Chris. I came in from work one day after having a long fight the night before to find Becca not in our house. This wasn't surprising in the moment since she works a really irregular schedule. But then I noticed that a bunch of her things were missing. I tried to text her, making sure she was okay, and got a long text in response about how she was going to stay with her sister and how she needed some space for me to not contact her for a few days. I was confused, frustrated, and upset. But I figured that if all she needed was some space, hopefully that would be what could get our relationship back on track. The next night, Daria texted me, asking if she could come over to talk. When she got here, she told me she'd been a bad friend to me. Basically, there were a number of things she felt like she should tell me, but didn't know where to draw the line between her friendship with me and her friendship with Becca. We talked for a few hours and multiple things came out. First of all, a few months before, Becca told Daria that she was doubting our relationship. Becca told her that she felt like we'd gotten together so young that she was missing out on experiences by being with me. No, Becca never said anything about this to me. When I was thinking later about what Daria had told me this night, I remembered that months prior, Becca had this really weird week where she was really distant and kept asking me questions about what it was about her that made me want to get married. She told me later that she'd just been in a weird headspace and I kind of forgot about those conversations. Secondly, when Becca and Daria first met with Chris, Becca was really flirty with him. In their industry and with work connections, it's not uncommon for people to do things like be a bit flirty, a little touchy with each other, or talk about their sex lives. This was always something I found weird and uncomfortable, but I knew it to be a culture of the industry. But in this case, Daria said it went enough with Chris that she thought it was strange. Once Daria told Becca that she'd started hooking up with Chris, Becca would regularly ask for details so much so that Daria told me she started lying to Becca, saying that their hookups were happening less frequently than they actually were so that she wouldn't be hounded for the details. And finally, a week or so before Becca and I fought about her connection with Chris, Becca was hounding Daria for details on the latest hookup and casually dropped that they should have a threesome with Chris. Daria said that she was super uncomfortable and immediately brought up Becca and my relationship. Becca said that she was just joking, but made the same joke three or four other times until Daria said directly to her that it made her uncomfortable and that she needed to stop. Then she got to the biggest thing. On the night that Becca left, she showed up drunk at Chris's place. He let her in and then she tried to sleep with him. I guess Daria was in the bedroom or something because after a bit, Daria came out to see Becca trying to grab at Chris. 
so they worked together to kick her out angry sad and confused i packed my stuff and left our place i didn't want to be there in case she came back so i stayed with a friend for a bit i didn't try to reach out to her and i didn't hear from her either about two weeks after daria came to talk my mum passed away she'd had a stroke years ago and had been declining for a long time her passing wasn't unexpected but that didn't mean it wasn't super hard it was always just me and mum growing up i was struggling a lot and felt so alone i almost called becca a number of times the day of the funeral becca showed up at first i was happy to see her she was by my side much of the day i was thankful she was there things felt normal with her and i felt secure and it felt like we were together again a team again then when people were coming up to me after the burial becca said to one of my old neighbors about how sad we were how hard it's been on us and how we've needed to rely on each other it was as though there was fog in my head that instantly lifted i started flipping out on her in hindsight i feel bad about the scene that i caused at my own mum's funeral but i couldn't believe she was pretending that we were together that she'd been supporting me and that she hadn't tried to screw another guy a couple of weeks before i was really happy that my cousin stepped in and told her to leave i blocked her on everything since my fiance and mum were the only things keeping me in that area a little over a week after the funeral I packed up and moved to the east coast where my cousin lives i've been here for a little under two months now i wish i could say that i'm in a job making a lot more money or that i've got a hot new girlfriend but it's been a bit of a struggle to settle in i'm in my same job working remote but i do need to travel to my home city every few weeks i feel anxious there worried that i might run into chris or becca my cousin has tried to be welcoming and i'm thankful he's given me a landing pad as i've looked for my own place here but him and his friends are older and they're mostly focused on family life and kids so it's been hard to make friends i've signed up for a volleyball beer league though this fall so hopefully there's some good people there i want to thank this community for giving me the hard truth I've had plenty of DMs checking in on me, which I'm mostly thankful for. This last season has been probably the hardest and darkest of my life, but I feel decently hopeful for what's ahead. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host and there we go that concludes the absolute roller coaster of a story i don't even know where to begin i mean so many ups and downs here what's mad is that even after all the comments on the first post from redditors saying you've got to get out of that relationship dude she is not good for you you cannot marry that woman this guy because i guess he loves her so much was still like no you're all wrong I want to be with her for my life, etc., etc. But thankfully, he finally saw the light because this clearly is not somebody that you want to be spending your life with. If your fiance is still going after other people, drunk or not, doesn't matter, still sexually pursuing someone that they have had sexual relationship with before, yeah, that's nuts. Get out of there. You've done the right thing. Like right from the beginning, the red flags were so there. I mean, Becca saying that Chris has changed, but the first thing he said to you was "Hi, Stinky." That exact nickname he used to say back in school. After years of not seeing you, just shows that he has hasn't changed her saying that she's not interested anymore when clearly she still is and her actions later on showed that and then finally trying to pretend to your entire family at your mum's funeral that not only are you two still together but she's been helping you out through your grief yeah 
horrible woman. Good thing for getting rid of her, and uh, best of luck to you in your future life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 